0: and be found in the Red Church Bibles in the chair in front of you on page 1027. Page 1027, Luke chapter 2, from verse 8 through to verse 20. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night, and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her hearts. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen. which which were just as they had been told.
1: Thank you, Nigel, very much. Let's pray and ask God to help us to uh, stay awake and to understand his word tonight. Father, thank you that uh, we can uh, read your word and uh, we pray help us to understand it and to... See how it applies to our lives, we pray for Jesus' sake. Amen. Well, it seems like a slightly strange time to be having a sermon, doesn't it? Um, But I do have one question which I'd like to ask uh, all of us, and it's this Are you terrified? which uh, may seem a slightly unlikely question to ask and a slightly unlikely thing to be feeling at the moment. Not many people are terrified coming to church on Christmas Eve for a midnight communion, uh, especially being here with friends and family, um, and you don't look terrified. No, no, you don't look terrified. Um, but we're a pretty friendly bunch. There's no need to be terrified, is there? Or is there? Or is there? Well, we have a picture of the very first Christmas, um, and it's, uh, in our minds, it's all very nice and clean and hygienic, and the angels uh, paid a visit, and it's all very cozy, and the shepherds turned up, and Mary and Joseph were pleased to see them, and they put on the kettle and uh, and had a cup of tea together, and it was all very lovely, wasn't it? Probably not quite like that, though, because the first Christmas, for some, was terrifying. Now, in chapter uh, one and verse seventeen, the archangel Gabriel shows up to Zechariah, John the Baptist's dad, uh, and it says that he, Zechariah, was gripped with fear. And then we have the shepherds here, and these are tough guys. Uh, yet when the angel of the Lord appeared to them, what does it say in uh, in chapter two and verse nine, just near the beginning of our reading? And it says, and they were terrified. So how's your Christmas going? Terrified too? Well, probably not. But then on the other hand, maybe you should be. Well, we have a choice. What kind of Christmas are we going to have in 2018? And uh, you'll see just on the back of our um, blue orders of service, there are four possibilities. You have a terrifying Christmas, an amazing Christmas, joyful Christmas, a glorious Christmas, or maybe a mixture of all three. Well, actually, there are four, there aren't there? Maybe a mixture of all four. And uh, so you can choose more than one. But what's your Christmas going to look like for 2018? Well, let's have a look at them. First of all, a terrifying Christmas. A terrifying Christmas. Now, it would not be actually, it would not be unreasonable to be terrified. So, uh, for instance, there's a German theologian, a guy called Dietrich Bonhoeffer, and he said this, we've become so accustomed to the idea of divine love and of God's coming at Christmas that we no longer feel the shiver of fear that God's coming should arouse in us. And we believe that at Christmas, God came. That's not always comfortable. Some will find that a terrifying prospect to meet God face to face. So let's look at the shepherds. They had a bad reputation. Uh, You wouldn't have them around your house without putting your laptop away first. Most people thought the uh, shepherds had difficulty in telling the truth. In fact, most pious Jews of Jesus' day wouldn't buy milk or a lamb or wool from a shepherd because they would assume that it had been stolen. Shepherds were under a ban. They were regarded as thieves, and they wouldn't be allowed into the temple in Jerusalem to worship God. Um, Only there was only one person was lower than a shepherd, and that was a leper. There was a philosopher from Alexandria in, uh, in Alexandria in Egypt who said, There is no more disreputable an occupation than that of a shepherd. And yet, when God Almighty is born a human being, when he comes to this earth, it is announced first to the shepherds, to the lowlife, to the untrustworthy, to those who knew they didn't belong, to those who knew they were sinners, to those who knew they were actually cut off from God because they weren't allowed to go and worship him with everyone else in the temple in Jerusalem. And, and so when God shows up, with well, this angel, God's messenger, shows up, of course they're terrified. They've spent their entire working life being told that uh, you're in God's bad books. That you're in trouble and now this messenger from god his angel turns up and that's bad news that's the stuff of nightmares isn't it no wonder they were terrified but don't just point the finger at the shepherds because we're not so different we're not so great we have our problems we struggle we have our problems with god too don't we there's some um, books by both doors, actually, if you want to pick up a copy on the way out. They're by a guy from uh, Matt Chand, called Matt Chandler. And uh, in that book, he, he wrote this. Christmas is not about pretending everything is great and we don't struggle and suffer. Christmas is about acknowledging that sometimes things aren't great. And we do struggle and suffer, even at Christmas. And that God knows this. God hears us. And God has got involved for us. You live in a world that's been visited by its maker. God showed up. And God showing up can be terrifying, especially if we're not used to God being around and God being part of our lives. So maybe, if we are honest, Christmas might be just a little bit terrifying that God showed up on this earth. God became part of his creation. God being around and God being part of our life, if we're not used to that, can be really quite difficult. But if we stopped at terrifying, it also means we haven't really understood what Christmas really is about. Because when we do, we see that Christmas is not. It can be a little bit terrifying. Yes, of course it can. It can be very terrifying. But also, it should be something which is amazing. Uh, I guess all of us would receive Christmas letters from uh, friends who were in other parts of the countries and so on. And uh, I received one just a couple of days ago. Actually, it was an email from uh, uh, a guy who used to work here. Um, and he was saying, um, as he prepares, every time he sits down and prepares, he's a minister now. Um, and he was saying that every time he sits down to prepare a new talk uh, about Christmas, he is just simply amazed. I have to say I agree. Absolute. I'm absolutely amazed at what we celebrate at Christmas time. Every time I've written down, I've sat down to write uh, and to be involved in uh, delivering talks for Christmas. I'm still absolutely Amazed at what happened. Now the shepherds they made their way down into Bethlehem, and presumably they asked around and found the place where Mary and Joseph and Jesus were, um, and then they told other people what had happened. Uh, so you see in verse eighteen there, just over the page, and it says, "And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. They had an amazing Christmas." In other words um here uh christmas they were simply amazed the local people in bethlehem were amazed that god had come were amazed that god had come and been born of mary they were amazed that they'd been announced it uh, by uh, by a bunch of shepherds and by an angel to shepherds and um, so it's possible to have a terrifying christmas but be amazed too And this really did happen. This really did happen. Our oldest son is a teacher and one of his colleagues, um, uh, where appropriate at Christmas festivities and so on at their school, uh, has been wearing a hat which says humbug. He just doesn't believe it at all. He thinks it's all nonsense. Well, you may not want to believe it, but to be honest, it's very difficult to claim that these things didn't happen. There really was someone called Jesus who really did do extraordinary things. And even more amazing, it says here in verse 11, Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. A saviour has been born to you. Now, we live in a world which is not okay. And we live in a world where we're not okay But Jesus came to this world to be our saviour, to reunite us with God by dying for us. Now, I've always thought it slightly strange that at midnight communion on Christmas Eve, we have a communion service. Why would we want to celebrate and remember Jesus' death on his birthday? But actually, it's not strange at all. Because this baby Jesus came on a rescue mission to die for us. The symbol of Christianity is not a manger, is it? It's a cross, like the one behind me on the table up there. And Martin Luther, a Reformation theologian 500 years ago, he said this, No other God have I but thee, born in a manger, died on a tree. And you've got to admit, if that's true, let me say that again. No other God have I but thee, born in a manger, dies on a tree. And you've got to admit, if that's true, that is simply amazing. That God becomes a human being and then he will deliberately go to a cross to die for you. And for me, making a sacrifice of himself. And when we see that, and when we understand why Jesus came, then we will have an amazing Christmas. Because we will be amazed by it. So what kind of Christmas are you going to have this year? Terrifying Christmas? Amazing Christmas? Or maybe, as well, a joyful Christmas? Look at verse 10. The angel said to them, do not be afraid, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. That is all of God's people, great joy. Christmas is meant to be a time of great joy. And many of us will be joyful and rightly joyful uh, because it's Christmas. All sorts of good things to enjoy. Perhaps our family are back uh, for good food, possibly good wine, celebrating, time off work good things on the telly and things like that, and all the rest of it. Uh, For others, we recognize that, of course, it may be not so joyful this year. Recently bereaved, or lonely, or sad, or maybe recently redundant, or on our own. The children have moved away, or they're just too far to get back for Christmas. But Christian people amidst the difficulties, maybe amidst, amidst, in amidst the, the, the sadness and the losses of 2018, would still say, hallelujah, for this joyful time of year and for the birth of our Savior. I mean, look at verse 11 again. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. I need saving. So do you. I need a saviour. You need a saviour. We all need a saviour. And I've got a saviour. Have you got a saviour? And when you have a saviour, then that makes Christmas such much so much more a joyful time. I became a Christian through a youth group. It took me about three years to do it. I was about 17 or 18 when I became a Christian, uh, but I do clearly remember my first Christmas as a Christian, and it was all so different. It was as if someone had thrown away the old black and white telly and given me a colour one. And then, and then, as time has gone on, and as you know, I, I'd spend my time talking about Jesus, and spend quite a lot of time talking about Christmas this time of year. It seems like you know, well, I've now got one of those. Um, Ultra HD tellers don't have one at home, but it feels like, you know, uh, I'm seeing a bit more and understanding a bit more and it's a bit more detailed and so on. And it's meant to make us joyful because this is the most extraordinary night. It is the most extraordinary night of the year. The most extraordinary things have happened. It is a joyful, it's meant to be a joyful Christmas for us all. Whatever our circumstances, there should, I hope tonight for us all, be something deep down in our hearts where we're saying, yeah, this is extraordinary. And I find a deep joy in this, whatever my circumstances. And then number four. Glorious Christmas, a glorious Christmas. Look at verses 13 to 14 here. Um. Suddenly, a great company, and, and that means uh, the sky was filled, okay? It wasn't a great sort, well, maybe about a hundred, no. No, actually, the sky was absolutely filled. A great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Uh, glory is uh, sometimes the best way of understanding it is to think of weight, weight, weight. And a great company of the heavenly host. There's a multitude. Don't try bothering to count them. And what are they doing? They're giving glory to God or they're giving weight to God. They're acknowledging the God and what he has done and what he did on that very first Christmas. Becoming a human, to be our savior. So what kind of Christmas are you going to have this year? Terrifying Christmas? Amazing Christmas? A Joyful Christmas? A glorious Christmas. I think the best Christmas will have a bit of all four of those, including the first one, because there will be some awe involved in understanding what this is about. And have a glorious Christmas actually implies a personal commitment. When you look at the heavenly host, glorifying God, glory to God in the higher heaven, there is a personal commitment from those uh, angelic, celestial, whoever they were, beings there. Um, and, uh, uh, and if we're going to give glory to God for Christmas, it means we're going to say, actually, I believe this. I really do believe that he came to this earth to be my savior. And I've made that commitment to him. And... Uh, And then you want to join in and give glory to God. Would you want to do that tonight? To do it genuinely tonight? It could be the first time. Because if I'm right, if I've been telling you the truth, nothing more important has ever happened than what we're celebrating tonight. And nothing is more urgent. So please don't say, well, I'll think about it. You know, let's get Christmas over and I'll think about it. I'll come back to it in January. Because you won't. Will you? Yeah, all good intentions and we leave tonight, we're thinking, "Oh, yeah, that'd be okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give it some thought. I'll come back in January. I very much doubt you will. Anyway, this won't wait till January. We could have a glorious Christmas by saying to God for the first time, "Yeah, yeah, I do believe this, and I want you to be my savior and my Lord. So here's a prayer you could say either tonight or a prayer like this in your own words or at any time. To say, Lord Jesus, thank you that you were born at Christmas and you died for me. And I give you glory and ask you to be my saviour and my Lord. Please come into my life. Amen. So there's a, there's a prayer there. And we're going to be quiet now so we can respond. Decide what we want to do with this extraordinary news of christmas time and if you decided you wanted to pray that prayer for a first time or maybe sometime in six months time you decide actually i think that's for me i really do want to pray something like that in your own words i think it's always a good idea to tell someone uh, that you've done that it would be a very helpful thing uh, for you to be able to do and can i say just in the back of all the chairs hopefully there's one in the chair in front of you um, there are these uh, little cards about uncover which is something which is starting on the 2nd of january coffee and cake and just an opportunity to meet with me and uh, uh, some other people as well uh, just to uh, simply to look at the bible and to see what it says about jesus and as it says here to examine the evidence and uncover the life of jesus christ so uh, if you'd like to go on that, just uh, do fill in the name at the bottom. Just pop it in by the box by the door as you go, and we'll be in touch in uh, uh, two or three days. So uh, have a great Christmas.